We're now beginning Parak Dalad, Chelakalaf Parak Dalad of Shabbos Makasa. So now we're going to try to understand the concept of being an Eved, uh, a servant, a slave. Every king has subjects, and those subjects are referred to as the Abdeh HaMelech, the, the slaves, the servants of the king. Now, to understand this concept properly, let's return to the marshal we gave earlier about a table. All tables are comprised of five pieces of wood, four legs, one tabletop. Uh, there's probably uh, screws and brackets too. So once they are combined to form a table, the individual pieces of wood lose their identity and become simply a table. When looking at them, you don't identify individual legs, screws, and brackets. You, you just perceive a table. And in that way, we could say that the individual parts of the table are enslaved to the table, meaning through their servicing that purpose, they join together, but in doing so, they become something greater. This is the concept of Avdus. When the individuals of a nation totally subjugate themselves to the greater king, and through that, they become greater themselves, and they thereby lose their individual identity. Now, we are accustomed to treating slavery and servitude as a bad thing. And perhaps even when we talk about Moshe Rabbeinu being an Eved Hashem, in our hearts we're wondering, you know, is that a good thing? Avdus, slavery to be a slave, but the truth is that the slave of a king is a king. Eved Melech, Kim Melech. The reality is that Avdus is the greatest level one can achieve in that all the personal, individual identity of a person all becomes as one with the more elevated concept of Malchus and as a result, the individual gets a portion of the Kesar, of the crown. The truth of the matter is that the king essentially is the one who should be pitied. The Gemara says that a king says, I am a king because I give to you, but you don't give to me. The whole essence of a king is that they give to others and they themselves receive nothing. The whole, Their whole being is there to elevate the nation to the level of a kingdom. That's what a king does. And this is why a king can't forgive or be michael on his covet. A, the, king, the king's honor, the king's covet, it's not his to forgive. If he were to be michael on his covet, thereby reducing his honor, this affects all the subjects, his whole kingdom, whom all are part of him. By removing any part of his power and grace as a king, he has removed or, or destroyed or diminished the identity of his nation. He can't forgive something with it affects others. It's not his to forgive. The Zakanim, the elders, they told Rechavim, the told the son of Shlomo Melech, when just after Shlomo Melech had passed away, he was faced with the uh, with unrest and and probable revolt of Klai Yisrael. He told them, "If you," they told him, "If you will serve this nation today, they will be your slaves all of days." That was the advice they gave him, which he didn't follow. So they told him this because it's the truth that a king really does serve his people and his nation, much like a slave. He, he gives them all and gets nothing from them. And the kings of nations of the world who didn't understand this reality and they thought that being a king elevates them way above their subjects in a class for themselves and they can just dominate and rule and subjugate everybody else, 
so that eventually brought ruin upon themselves and their whole kingdom. And modern era, era of politics, this whole concept doesn't really apply at all, and that's why there is no such thing as true Malchus today.